Have you ever shaved your head for a good cause? Or maybe just had some sort of crisis and went, you know what? This is happening now. <laughs> Those verbal sound effects are really doing it for me. Well, it, was, it was not too long ago that I gave myself a little chop after a shower. I was just like, it's too damn hot. I'm taking off the top. And, you know, I, I cut off a good few inches of my hair. Yeah. Jason Momoa and I have that in common. But you're saying he did it for a good cause. Yes. Okay. It, it's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. This is... Uh, the audio from the video of Jason Momoa shaving his head, and he'll tell you why he was doing it. Just shaving off the hair, doing it for uh, single-use plastics. I'm tired of these plastic bottles. we got to stop. just goes into our land, goes into our ocean. I'm just seeing some things in our ocean. It's just so sad. So please, anything you can do to eliminate single-use plastics in your lives. Plastic bottles are ridiculous. Now everyone's making the aluminum, which is fantastic, so... We're going to keep going. Oh, man. I love you guys. Um, hello. Now, you looked a little confused there, Hannah. Well, what does shaving your head have to do with eliminating plastic waste? Yeah, that's Just what I wondered at mainly, first. mainly, like, raise awareness, I, I think suppose. so, too. It's Jason Momoa and Jason Momoa's hair. So yeah. when you think about that, he knows that if he does that, he's going to get a lot of attention. He wanted people to listen. That's a big deal. Like, I mean, obviously, he's going to look good either way. Yeah. But your mom, Johnny, mm-hmm. Karen, who loves, what is it, Outlander? Yeah, any sort of Scottish-related stuff. She's probably going to miss the long, flowing oh. locks of Jason Momoa. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. See, I was thinking maybe he was thinking that his luxurious hair could make a good replacement for single-use plastics. I would be more likely to use a straw if it was made of his hair than Dude, paper. that sounds absolutely disgusting. It's just not as disgusting as a paper straw, because if you've ever used them, they uh, are the worst things Okay, maybe they're creation. equal. Yeah. They're equivalent. But you know he's doing this to uh, promote his new water line, which has aluminum cans, like aluminum ah, outside of the water. True. So I forgot he was doing that. That Manalau Lau, Manalulau yeah. water. Yeah, you never that knew he has. how to pronounce it. <laughs> I still but, don't. So that's, that's making a lot of that's sense. That's definitely why he's doing this. All right. It's a publicity stunt. Well, see, I got all excited. I wanted to do the same thing because I always make a big deal about trying to save pollinators and get rid of monoculture. So I will be, can I just start these up here, uh, Shaving my ass to save the bees. Are you ready? Dropping my pants in three, two, what? No. Maybe another time. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. How does shaving your head benefit the environment when it comes to plastics? we got a lot of people with (laughs) theories right now. It's a bit of a stretch. (laughs) It's more of a raising awareness about plastic bottles. That's why Jason Momoa shaved his head. Right. Well, what's the text line saying on this? 10.93.9. There was, I think this was Brad who said if you shave your head, you use less plastic combs. This take might be a little more accurate. Ash says he doesn't have to buy shampoo anymore that comes in plastic. That's actually a good call. So if you shave your head, do you still use shampoo or... Is that... You could probably use body wash on your head if there's no hair on it. Easy. Bar soap, you're good to go. And she's like, maybe this is his way of opening the market to getting aluminum shampoo and conditioner bottles like his water brand is aluminum as well. They already, when you knock over a bottle of shampoo in the shower, it's the loudest thing in the world. Imagine if it was made of aluminum. aluminum, You'll wake up your (laughs) entire house. Jason Uh, Momoa shampoo and conditioner (laughs) collection. Where? Deafen yourself in the shower. We've got... Uh, Amanda on the phone, 519-792-6040. You shaved your head. Tell us this story. What happened? I was about 
22 at the time, and I had just had a son, and he has this habit of pulling hair. Well, he was teething, it was rough nights, oh, yeah. and it was about a month of teething straight and getting my hair pulled, and I just decided in the middle of a teething stupor... <laughs> At 3 a.m., I grabbed the electric shavers and I shaved all of my hair off so he couldn't pull my hair anymore. There you go. See, that's that's like a mixture of practicality and having a breakdown. Yeah, yeah, you definitely, new mom's got to work. look out for uh, those dangling things. I yeah. think I pulled some earrings out of my mom's ears oh, like back in the day. You didn't. You know when hoop earrings were really oh. big? Not ripped them, but like oh. they came unclasped. Okay. Babies will grab your hoop earrings. A better. You stay away from my hair. You still do it, don't you? You see things dangling. Like, oh, I got to grab it. Yeah. That sounded kind of wrong. Me and my cat. <laughs> Morning. Hey, Hannah and Johnny. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. I guess in the two years of this panorama, we just forgot how to behave on flights, hey? Yeah. Did you well, see this Southwest Airlines passenger who airdropped a nude to everybody on the plane? <laughs> What? Was it an accident? No, it was on purpose. And they actually almost canceled the flight. Like, the pilot threatened to cancel the takeoff. Uh So this was a flight from Houston to Cabo, Mexico. So everyone just wants to go on their freaking vacation. Like, they're going to Mexico, right? It's probably been so long since everyone's gotten away. And uh, somebody got their vacation started early on the flight. There was actually a nude photo of a man. That was airdropped to all of the iPhones in the vicinity that had airdrop enabled. And a lot of people declined, like, this well, random airdrop, which is you what would. you probably should do. But some people did <laughs> accept this random airdrop, and they subsequently reported the nude male photo incident to the flight attendant. Dear God. Yeah, I know. And... um After the flight attendant told the pilot, the pilot had this to say over the loudspeaker system. So this continues while we're on the ground. I'm going to have to pull back to the gate. Everybody's going to have to get off. We're going to have to get security involved. And it's vacation that's going to be ruined. So you folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, quit sending naked pictures. Let's get yourself to Cabo. Quit sending naked pictures. Let's just get yourself to Cabo. Dude was just excited to go to Cabo. And he maybe pulled trigger a little bit too early. Yeah. But it it honestly has the same vibe as the parents who are like, we will turn this car around. Literally. He's like wrangling children. Nobody knows how to behave on a plane Uh, anymore. Yeah, I've seen a lot of pics of bare feet on the the computer screens on the front Uh of the seat. Computer screens. <laughs> you know those little TV screens, right? Yeah. There's a just, bare, just a bare foot right there. How does this happen? <laughs> no notes for that pilot except for the fact that he probably could have used better language than uh, everybody is going to get off on this plane if you don't stop sending naked pics. <laughs> like, really, man? Oh, you didn't know no. what you were doing there? Now I'm being assaulted by my iPhone and my ears at the same time. <laughs> I love it. Love the morning. Anna and Johnny on, on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. What does a sense of humor mean to you? It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Literally everything. Yeah? Everything. So this is the thing. I, I saw this thing recently on the internet that said that a sense of humor for men and women are different in that for women, a guy with a good sense of humor is someone who is funny, right? They could tell good jokes. Mm-hmm. For a guy, the way that they see a woman with a good sense of humor is someone who laughs at their jokes. 
Right. So it's like, oh, I don't, I'm not looking for a, a, like, a partner who's funny. No, no, no. Don't make jokes. <laughs> I want you to laugh at my jokes. Laugh at me. That doesn't mean <laughs> someone's funny if they laugh at you. Right? And this is the thing. There's this study here that's saying men are happier in relationships where they think that they're the funnier one. Interesting. The study of 149 couples who have been together an average of seven years surveyed on how often they joked with one another and if they thought their partner's jokes were funny. And that's what it found. Men told more jokes than women. They think their own jokes are funnier and they seem happier when their partner thinks their jokes are funnier than their own. I'm not saying don't support your partner. If they want to be funny and goofy and you think that's great, then mm-hmm. cool. But you, I don't know. I feel like there are probably people who are laughing at jokes that are not funny because they're yeah. like, well, it's going to make him happy. So Yeah, see, I don't... But that raises a bit of delusion in terms of the sense of humor friend. I don't want any pity laughs. I want someone to actually think I'm funny. And I do want someone who makes me laugh, too. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I don't get... What kind of weird, joyless relationship? Like, you're not doing a stand-up routine. You're in a relationship. Like, why wouldn't you want someone who can also make you laugh? Yeah. From the guy's perspective. I don't understand. There must it. be some, like, deep-rooted reason why that is. There has to be. Because you're funny, Hannah. Like, you you and, and See, Kevin joke around, like... <laughs> this is the thing. I think I'm a funny person. Yeah. However, in most relationships, not my current relationship, but in most relationships, everyone always thinks they're the funnier one. Yeah. And it's like... I don't agree, but like I don't know, people don't see me as a funny person. I guess I think you're hilarious. Well, thank I'll give you. you. That. Thanks. Um, we got Sean on the phone five one nine seven nine two sixty four. This is important to you, the sense of humor thing. Or I always give them the sarcasm and the pun test. Okay. That way, I can see if their sense of humor is on par with mine. Right. Yeah. I give them a couple of puns, a couple of sarcastic remarks. Wait. And if I have to explain it, then I know they're not the one for me. Well, like what? Let's say we go to McDonald's and <laughs> it's the end of the work week. Well, I'm really glad we went here today because it's Friday. Oh, I want God. either a chuckle, a giggle, or at least uh, an air puff. <laughs> okay. Because if they can't handle my wit or be witty themselves, it's not going to work. You did not just call the Friday the joke bar a wit. Is on the floor. <laughs> Calling McDonald's Friday is wit? Oh, man. This is why you're delusional. This is why. Because girl, girls are laughing at you saying that, and that doesn't deserve a laugh. He's already gone. He hung up after that. Because we, we laugh, but it was for the wrong reason. Puns are usually <laughs> never funny. I don't know. We did get a pretty big laugh out of that one. Out of me yelling at it's him. It's 93.9 Virgin Radio. Now here we go. Go. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Good morning. Good morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. I'm not sure if you remember, but yesterday we were talking about this Reddit poster who was all mad. That his girlfriend hated his lovemaking playlist. Stop calling it that. He said he had a favorite lovemaking song that he would put on every single time. And he would move to the rhythm of the song. And this is the song in question one more time. So it's terrible. Yeah. And this has taken over the internet. Well, we have an update on their relationship status. Mm-hmm. The two of them have broken up. <laughs> no way. Yeah. They're no <laughs> oh, longer together. Laugh. I'm sorry. I know. It's like kind of sad. Wow. But also, he used his real name to post this. So everybody found out who he actually was wow. and the girl involved and the family involved. <laughs> and like her dad saw this video oh and saw God. like all of these people making fun of her boyfriend, right? <laughs> 
just so, hearing that song and picturing. <laughs> my girl. My little girl, no. Like, her dad knew about this. How sad is that? Yeah. So anyway, they broke up. So they broke up. Uh, just a little more of his statement. He posted on Reddit, same account. He said, the attention hasn't exactly been positive, and this hasn't been the best thing for my relationship. It's now sadly ended. We are over, and I'm moving on. He also made a full love-making playlist and posted it on YouTube and Spotify. If you're interested in more things like this. No, stop. Please, stop. I don't want okay, to sorry. picture it anymore. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. This famous person is putting up Nick Cannon numbers, and Nick's got almost 20 years on this guy. NBA Youngboy, 22-year-old rapper, just announced he's expecting his ninth kid. So he made the baby announcement in a social media post and a uh, new vid- music video for his song, Purge Me. So there's an Instagram photo dump, and the last photo in his photo dump shows a woman's hand with a big engagement ring over a very pregnant belly. So the woman in question is Youngboy's already established baby mama, Jaslyn Michelle, and she looks pretty far along. She's also in the music video for Purge Me. All right. But of course, the Nick Cannon comparisons are rolling in. Nick just announced his 10th child was on the way. But Nick Cannon is 41. NBA Youngboy is 22. So he already has eight kids at 22 um, with seven different women. So this is going to be his ninth. All you got to do to make the news is just have a bunch of kids, huh? That's all it takes? It's just Nick Cannon, (laughs) his whole celibacy journey in that he broke his celibacy and had three kids in one year. It's Uh like, you know that there are ways to not have kids, right? Hey, he's doing what he wants to do. Yeah. Getting on it. It's, they could have a whole soccer team. Probably. They could do a whole. They could staff an entire Ted Lasso. He put on that lovemaking playlist that you're so fond of. That's what happened, and he just couldn't help. See, there's another Nick Cannon kid being made right He's been now. Listening to this. Thanks a lot. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's going on? Hannah and Johnny on Windsor's new number one hit music station, 93.9 Virgin Radio. Is this weird? It might be weird, but there's no judgment here. So go ahead and see what song you it's Asking for a Friend on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Someone reached out to us asking, should kids get participation trophies? Hot button issue here. You could text 10.93.9. But here's the full story. They say, hi, Hannah and Johnny. Writing in because I know how much you guys love sports ball. Sports ball news. Thank you. They say, our kids hockey team had a meeting recently to prepare for the upcoming season. Some of the coaches and parents got into a huge argument. Half of them want to reward the kids with participation trophies at the end of the season. The other half don't. It started a fight about whether or not kids should get participation trophies and if they're actually a good idea. They say the pros only get the trophies when they win. So why should we teach our kids any different? As you can see, I'm against them is what they say. But others think they boost kids' confidence. Participation trophies, yes or no. Sincerely, athletic supporter. Which, Isn't that like another name for like a jockstrap? Yes, it is. Well Athletic done. supporter. <laughs> That's the fancy name for it. Yes. Uh, but what do you think about participation <laughs> trophies? Here, like, I don't care. Give them. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice to get a little reminder or souvenir whenever you participate in something. Like, mm-hmm. if you think about it this way, let's say I run a half marathon, which I've done a couple of. I'm not going to get to the finish line and have them say, well, you didn't win, so you don't get a medal. You don't get anything to commemorate, like, your time and your effort. You get a medal, even if you place last, and you get a race bib that you can take home. Or let's say you're part of a big Ontario-wide basketball tournament. Even if you don't win, you can still get an off-the shirt that says you were there. Right. Like, it doesn't have to be a trophy necessarily. But a little certi- sort of. certificate saying, hey, I participate. I was there. Who cares? Yeah. 
Like I, I say, who cares? But on the other side, like as a kid, I got participation trophies, and I did not. I could not have cared less. Like participation medals for being in like a soccer thing as a little kid, it didn't mean anything to me. Um, maybe for some it would though. Uh, you can let us know what you think on our socials at Virgin Radio Windsor. Aaron says. No, it should certainly be fun for all the kids, but losing gracefully is an important skill to learn. Kids should be granted the respect of knowing that sometimes you don't win, and that's okay. But I feel as if kids can also learn that lesson through, like, sports tryouts. You aren't getting participation trophies for sports tryouts, and you're not making the team. You're not getting anything out of that. Mm -hmm. And that's a tough life lesson that can be learned that way. We have a text from Katie. She's a teacher. She says participation trophies are too much, but a participation ribbon or like a certificate, yes, like a certificate paper is nice for the memories, especially since kids haven't been able to do anything for three years almost. Something just to support kids trying. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like, it's nice just to have memories. If you have a scrapbook, you can be like, oh, here's my participation certificate. I did this one tournament. You have one of those, don't you? A scrapbook? A scrapbook with all your participation certificates? Yeah. Of course you do. Give us a text, 1093.9, yay or nay on participation trophies. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. We got Michelle on the phone. What are your thoughts on participation trophies? I am firmly against participation trophies. As an educator, I can tell you that I I personally want my kids to try as hard as they can to earn something mm-hmm. rather than just show up and receive something. Okay. You know what's funny about participation trophies is it, it always gets put on like millennials and younger generations is like, oh, that's why your generation screwed up. Yeah. They started in the 1920s. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't, maybe. <laughs> Where? Like, is there any backstory I, to have started in the 1920s? I, did, I looked that up. Like, oh. It's been around for a long ass time. Yeah. And, and wouldn't it be funny if the, if just flipping the script on that, if millennials are the ones who finally do away with participation trophies? Yeah. Like, I, I don't want them anymore. Michelle's not the only one who isn't down for participation trophies either. We have a text from Jennifer. She says, as a teacher, I absolutely despise participation trophies. Kids learn by failing, by doing repeatedly, not by getting something just because they did a half-assed job at it. Mm-hmm. So maybe they shouldn't be trophies, but maybe something else. Something. Like, it shouldn't be the same thing. Well, it's funny here. There is a, a former coach, Linda Flanagan, who is giving advice on how to keep youth sports fun. And one of the ways they say to do that is to actually remove parents from the sports. Forget about participation trophies. You want your kids to remain interested in sports? Stop pushing them so hard. Stop yeah. stop involving yourself in your own ego yeah. in the way that your kids are performing on the field. Well, if your parents are really tough on you in sports, imagine how anxious you are when they're, like, well, watching. That's exactly it. Oof. Um, got one more on the phone here. Kara, 519-792-6040. What do you think about the trophies? I think it's really a good thing for kids. I had a really rough time childhood and those participation awards like they really helped me have confidence in myself or anything in my life okay that just was the boost i needed yeah uh, i think it does like we were saying it maybe can help kids stay interested when otherwise they might want to give it up and then they become like more competitive and skilled as they go on totally and it's nice if you have a big memory like if you put a lot of work and effort into something to have some type of memento from that event or occasion even if you didn't win something yeah well see there's all the parents who were fist fighting in the stands at the vomer complex are now like seething they're like what Get rid of those. No more participation trophies. We need more fighting in the stands. I don't know. Luckily, I was terrible at sports, (laughs) so my parents never had to worry about any of that. 
Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. In the morning. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. Chris Pine is responding to Spitgate, the Internet's debate. It's kind of taken over in the last 24 hours about whether or not Harry Styles spit into Chris Pine's lap at the Venice Film Festival. And he says the lie detector test determines it is a lie. Sorry, I don't know why I keep going Maury whenever I talk about this. Why not? This story. Classic. He is not the father. It was not a spitting situation. So a rep for Chris Pine called this a ridiculous story, a complete fabrication. I feel like they're going so over the top. Mm. It's almost suspicious. So a ridiculous story, a complete fabrication, and direct quote, the result of an odd online illusion that is clearly deceiving and allows for foolish speculation. Yeah, it's too serious. It's All, like they're trying to pull the wool over our, our eyes almost too much. Do you know what, what I you mean? Think? You're yeah. doing too much. Mm-hmm. You could have just been like, ha, "Internet's funny, man." No, that's not what happened. Like, we're, we're good. Not. Yeah, exactly. That would have been a way better way to handle it. But all right, they're coming out wagging their finger off. Complete <laughs> fabrication. It's an illusion, you sheeple. <laughs> there exactly was no spit. It. And we are about to go back in time a little bit. Is this making you feel any type of way? I don't know why it's happening. It's the opening sequence to The Hills. Uh, Do you remember The Hills on MTV? Yeah. Elsie, Lauren Conrad, Audrina, and Heidi. And if you know Heidi, you know Spencer. Spencer Pratt from The Hills says that this person is the worst human he's ever met. And Spencer Pratt is already the worst human I've ever seen, so this (laughs) is saying something. It is pretty surprising, but then when you hear what happened, you're like, oh, that checks out. He says Lisa Kudrow, a.k.a. Phoebe from Friends, is the worst human he's ever encountered. Why, though? They They met at a party in 2009, and she told Heidi, his wife, she needs to get away from Spencer as fast as possible because he has the eyes of a serial killer. And he's going to murder her. (laughs) Hilarious. It's probably, like, he does have the eyes of a serial killer. I'm sorry. Spencer Fratt? No. Why is he the worst person, according to you? Oh, my God. Don't make me go down my The Hills and Laguna Beach rabbit hole. But basically, Lauren Conrad and Heidi Montag moved into an apartment in L.A. together. And then Heidi started dating Spencer. And then Spencer was really controlling, and he alienated Lauren. No, he alienated Heidi from all of her friends. Elsie and Spencer didn't like each other, and they started fighting at the club all the time. And then Heidi actually (laughs) ended up moving out. Yeah, because I her and Lauren regret. were fighting all the time. And then there was those, like, mascara tears. You know the one really iconic mascara tear? And, yeah. The way my eyes glazed over as soon as Hannah started talking about that. It's, and Brody uh, Jenner was It's a wild there. thing. I, I'm sorry that I brought it up. Hey, we did get a text. You asked, so I'm just answering Instant your question. Regret. Instant regret. <laughs> Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station, 93.9 Virgin Radio. We just got a text saying the opening sequence of The Hills, a.k.a. Unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield. Mm -hmm. It just reminds them of this moment rent-free. video it's this know. ginger kid singing in a car and he's like making direct eye contact with the people beside them excuse me and ginger kid yeah someone with red hair yeah canceled the the title of this youtube video is ginger kid sings unwritten in car wow and like full eye contact the whole time and they didn't know each other it's like welcome to the show <laughs> that's 
more than enough. And then they drive off. That's also Hannah every time the microphones are off. Fully, um, fully. But yeah, we, we wanted to talk to Megan. Texted us earlier because we brought up that, hey, the Lions are going to be playing this Sunday. Philadelphia Eagles, be she, there, be there. She's like too soon. Yeah, too soon because you had someone in your life who made some substantial bets uh, thinking the Lions would win. Big mistake, right? Who was this? What happened? One of my exes from years ago, his yeah. brother's a big Lions fan and always bet on the Lions game. Mm-hmm. So he lost a lot. A lot. Like, what What are we talking here? Were some big bets or like... Uh... Um, I know he tried to put his car... Oh, no. Like, he tried to tried to gamble his car, and thankfully, they wouldn't let him. No? But he definitely was like, I don't have any cash, but, you know, I'll give you the title of my car if I lose. Like, he was that oh confident. And they lost, so it's a good thing that they wouldn't let him. No. When his wife found out, she was furious, and she told him, no more. No more gambling. You're done. No. Well, I mean, that's probably one of the most Detroit things I've ever heard, though. You're trying to put up a car betting on the line. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. They're like, take my Ford. Yeah, no. They're like, buddy, just don't. It's not going to go well for you. But here's hoping it does. Fingers crossed, right? This is our season. It's a new season. We've been this saying it for it. 50 years. Lions are winning. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Come on. 93.9 Virgin Radio. What to watch. Hey, I'm watching you. 93.9 Virgin Radio. I've been so wrapped up in Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, and Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon that I forgot there's other stuff coming out too right now. Yeah, it's a big month for yeah. things being released and like long-awaited series is. Series is. Well, series-es. on Crave, Hannah, you just started watching Elvis, yes. right? Yes. Okay, do you remember we talked about Elvis and I talked about how bad I wanted to watch it. Mm-hmm. It was 25 bucks to rent rent yeah. on Amazon Prime. Wow. And we're like, absolutely not. We're not paying $25 to see Elvis. And then a week later, it came out for free on Crave. So you can watch it now. You you guys started watching it, but you didn't finish? What well, kind of? no, because we go to bed early. Right. So we didn't have time. It's like more than two hours. So it's a long movie. But we True. started watching Elvis and it is absolutely amazing so far. Like 10 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, who's that guy? Austin something. Austin Butler. Austin Butler. He is doing such a good job. It's absolutely unbelievable the job okay. he does in this movie and it didn't get enough hype not enough people are talking about Elvis no I feel like it was when it was out in theaters and stuff it was so good so make sure you watch Elvis on Crave well for our Ohio fans out there Devil in Ohio also just dropped on Netflix that's when a psychiatrist shelters a mysterious cult escapee and her world is turned upside down as the girl's arrival threatens to tear her own family apart so satanic cults because Ohio right Uh, (laughs) and if you're also kind of in that spooky mood on Crave a house on the bayou just dropped there as well, where uh, a troubled couple and their daughter who go on vacation to an isolated house in the Louisiana bayou trying to reconnect as a family, and obviously things don't go too well. So. Great. Probably a lot of spooky, scary skeleton yeah. stuff coming out in the next little bit. I love that. Um, but also, something not too spooky on the family side of things, Pinocchio! Yay! The new Pinocchio movie is starting, I guess, tonight at midnight on Disney+. Plus. I don't know why they would do a midnight release for a kid's movie. Set your alarm for 1 a.m. <laughs> Wake the kids up. We're watching Pinocchio. First week back to school. Get in, loser. <laughs> we're watching Pinocchio. All right, here's a little trailer from the new Pinocchio. Starlight, star bright. First star I see tonight. I wish I may. I wish I might. Have the wish I wish tonight. Why does this sound scarier than any of those other movies? You will 
Timony Cricket. Yay! Is it Timony Cricket or is it Jiminy? Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy. <laughs> I thought you said Timony. I'm sorry. <laughs> the timeless classic character Timothy Cricket in <laughs> Pinocchio. Oh, it actually looks pretty solid. This is all just noise, Johnny. There was no dialogue in that. Hey, there's uh, a fairy godmother in it. Oh, thank you for the verbal narration. Tonight at midnight, you can watch the new <laughs> Pinocchio movie for some reason. Morning. Hey, Hannah and Johnny. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Yeah. Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. We didn't really ask for text and we got so many texts about Pinocchio. First of all, redemption, vindication. Lauren says uh, she heard Timony Cricket as well. Hey, I said Jiminy. It right? sounded like Timony. We're Jump gonna, in Jiminy. We're going to have to review the tapes. Jeez, Louise. And another text says, if you want scary, check out the Netflix Pinocchio coming out in a couple of months. That's from Spencer. Okay, there is actually three Pinocchio movies coming out this year. That's uh, so many. I feel like there was, we. it was silence from the Pinocchio camp. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're like, bam, release all the Pinocchios. Don't act like there's a Pinocchio camp. It's this big is- Pinocchio. <laughs> they're conspiring against us. You need to calm down. Virgin Radio, FYI. Conspiracy. No, do not, do not use your little conspiracy stuff on my FYI. This is not what it's about. No. What it is this about. This is news. Yeah, it is news. And actually, uh, some good news. Free donuts. Free anything, but free, free, free donuts. Free donuts from Plant Joy. Oh. If you are unaware, they've been doing a thing for a while now where every day or every week they post a different letter. Yeah. So it's a different donut shaped like a letter that if it's the first of your name, you can go get a free donut, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. So they're switching it up for the month of September. And it's now having to do with if you have a child or if you are someone who is in a certain grade in school. Okay. okay? Yeah. So starting off today with a donut shaped like a K as in kindergarten. So if you have kids in kindergarten, you can go to Plant Joy and you will get a free K-shaped donut with any purchase. Wow. Now, it's well supplies last. Okay. It could run out. But they're running this all the way up until college and university. So throughout the month of September, every day it's going to be a different grade that can get a free donut with a purchase. I love that. I love that. That's so exciting. What a good way to kick off back to school. Yeah, so if you go and check out their Instagram, they have all the information there. It's plantjoyyqg, and uh, college and university students are going to have to wait until the very end of the month for these. But, you know, speaking as a former student of post-secondary, free donuts are a great thing. Free food of any kind. Free anything. Absolutely amazing. Free food, free couches on the side of the road. Free Pinocchio. Oh, my God. No, it's enough with that. Free Pinocchio <laughs> from his prison. They've kept him in chains for so long. No, you're done. It's- I love it. Love the morning. Anna and Johnny on, on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Time for another spelling bee with a swag bag on the line. Let's set the tone here and see who today's player is. 519-792-6040. Morning. Hey, who's this? My name's Jameson. Nice to meet you guys. Hi, Jameson. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, no problem. Are you on your way to work? I'm actually picking up coffee for work. Oh, oh. beautiful. I get that. 
The Daily Tim's Run. <laughs> You're everyone's favorite person then. Oh, you'll be oh, sharp. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay, well, oh, yeah. we're going to put you head-to-head with Johnny in a bit of a spelling bee, okay? <sighs> All right, let's oh, do sounds it. sounds good. We're calling it Das Spelling Bee with Hannah with her bee. Mm-hmm. Big okay. fan of bees around here. So, um, Johnny, I'm going to get you to spell the last names of the professional dancers on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, good. They're very long and very foreign. Oh, my God. It's not going to go well. And then, Jameson, I'm going to get you to spell different types of dance. Okay. Okay. Johnny first. Uh-huh. Johnny, can you spell Chemerkovsky? Oh my God, Chemerkovsky. C H E M. Already wrong. Try again. C Z H. Already wrong. All right, what is it? I give. I give. C H M E R K O V S K I Y. Don't believe you. Okay. That's Russian. Jameson, can you spell the word salsa? Good God. S-A-L-S-A. Ding, 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 ding. Correct. You're killing it. Yeah. You're doing really well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I deserve this. Okay, Johnny, can you spell the name Trebunskaya? No. T-R-E-B-U-N-S-K-I-A. Eh, wrong. Okay. T-R-E-B-U-N-S-K-A-Y-A. Ooh, I was close. You okay. were actually close. Okay, Jameson, can you spell the word jazz? You like jazz? J-A-Z-Z. Correct. Ding, 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 ding. Take You're it easy two. on me, man. You're two Please. for two. <laughs> we'll give you one more. Okay, Johnny, can you spell Sliwinska? This is just humiliation at this point. S-L-E-W. Okay. Try again. I give up. No, I'm not trying again. This is ridiculous. S-L-I-W-I-N-S-K-A. And they've got a couple accents on the S and the N. Well, there which we I was go. gonna I was going to fail you even if you got it right because you didn't include the accent. <laughs> He's already won. He got two out of three. No, no, Jameson, this is your redemption tour. Can you spell tap? Come on. Tap? Yeah, like tap dance. Tap. Oh, T-A-P. Look at there that. you go. Winner, you winner, go. chicken dinner. We're going to hook Woo-hoo. you up with a, a swag bag of virgin stuff for playing with us. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you for playing. That was really fun. And you're a great yeah. speller. Thank you. Uh, I was always like that in grade school, so yeah, so, <laughs> good. Still kept up with that. Let's go. Yeah, back to school's feeling very real today. Oh yeah. Hey, Johnny. I need you to wake up, wake up on Windsor's new number one hit music station, ninety-three nine Virgin Radio. We have ten scientifically proven ways to improve your dating profile. Number ten, don't set your standards too high. Like so a, lower your expectations. Yeah. Dude, is that a problem on Tinder? I feel like people are swiping like crazy. They're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Bang, 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 bang. I was, when I was on Bumble, yeah. which is where I met my fiance. Right. Hair flip. <laughs> um, I was so picky. Were you? Like probably only swipe right to like maybe 15 people mm. total. Maybe this one is more for the guys, uh, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like you, you cast a wider net as Lower a guy on standards. Tinder because maybe yeah. you want something a little less serious. Here's my opinion. No gym selfie, no fish pick, no car pick. Okay. Don't well, do any of those three things. Some of those might be in here. Number nine, check your spelling and grammar. Nothing's a, a bigger turnoff than someone who uses the wrong there. Yeah. There, there, there. Or two, two, and two. <laughs> Number eight, make your profile information humble and realistic. Yeah. So don't don't treat it like a resume, I guess, where you're trying to be very impressive and unreal almost. List of accolades. Yes. Number seven, choose a subtle and creative pickup line. I wanted to know what this article might have as examples on that. They're saying things that are less overtly sexual, so less direct, like, oh. Oh, my God, never, never, ever. If the first thing you say to somebody on a dating app is relating to... 
intercourse <laughs> blocked. Yeah, so they're saying no. avoid things like, you know, those clothes look great. They look even better in a pile on no, my floor. No. Go for something more like, your eyes are like morning dew, and your garden is Honestly, a sea of flowers. I would hate that as well. <laughs> That's what and I'm thinking. Maybe I'm picky, but even if someone says, like, oh, you have a beautiful smile, still block. It's, yeah, like, I don't. don't. Just it's be weird. like, hey, how casual. are you? Nice to meet you. Keep it casual. Yeah. yeah. Number six, ask a stranger to choose your photos. They've got nothing at stake. They don't know you from anyone. They could probably do a better job That's picking flattering pictures of you. Yeah. Number five, make yourself appear wider. This is like, I would have never thought of this because you would think you would want to look trimmer in Take these photos. Take up more camera space. Yeah, they're like, use poses where you're stretching out, which I think is the same advice for if you're attacked maybe, by a bear. Maybe this is a guy thing, though. <laughs> no, they said for women, make yourself appear wider. Okay. Take up more space in the pictures. Take up as much space as possible. Four, take a selfie at a flattering angle, that top-down approach. Three, show off your Apple devices. No Androids allowed. Even if it's someone else's, get that's, an iPhone in there. Number three, that's hilarious. Yeah. Number two, don't use sexy or topless photos. And number one, always include a photo of your dog. If you have a dog, lean on that. They're saying that posing with a furry friend, one of your best chances of getting but that. But don't so. lean on it too much because no. then it gets really obvious. Okay. Like so much... dogs and babies, yeah. guys will drop babies in their pics all the time. Don't They'd be like, drop... don't worry, don't, don't worry, it's my nephew. I dropped a baby in this pic. <laughs> I don't think that'll work They're for just you sprinkling too. babies in all of their profile photos and they're like, all the right. kid's not mine, but I love children. Any other hot Tinder tips, text 1093. <laughs> You're trying too hard. Tana and Johnny, Virgin Radio. Get more Legally Blunt. Yes. Live on the radio. Tana and Johnny, weekday mornings 6 to 10 on 93.9 Virgin Radio.